1: From Studio 6B on a Monday night, getting the week started. Glad you're in. Real America's Voice, Dish Network Channel 219, Pluto TV Channel 240, Samsung TV Plus Channel 1029, of course, streaming on Getter at uh, Real AM Voice follow Real America's Voice there, and you can follow us at LFS 6B. Paul Nolan's here with the news. I like that shirt. How are you?
2: I'm good. I feel pretty snazzy. I got like my, the
1: one underneath it better. I there got
2: we got go. We the people cooking
1: yeah. over here. Uh, Rick Delgado's here. What even is that tonight? A special Monday night edition.
3: Hey, how are you?
1: Why is it a Monday night edition?
3: Uh, because I missed it on Friday because I had a hold up at work and I couldn't get here. And then, uh, of course, tomorrow night is the... Uh, state of the uh, or, or the dis- disaster of the Union address. So uh, I figured I would get it in tonight. What I missed on Friday.
1: Rick Amorati's going to have sports, uh, Mr. Amorati, First of all, how are you? I'm great, Big D. hey okay, that's you doing enough. Today? Second <laughs> of
3: all,
1: I am launching.
3: Somebody, will...
1: <laughs> Somebody... Oh, I am, he is. I am launching an official durham-like investigation
2: oh good get back to us in four years
1: into the uh, exactly <laughs> into the odds makers because there's now officially something fishy going and see paul's already rubbing his eye which is the <laughs> giveaway now nah. the beard see <laughs> you see this there's my first Paul. witness no right no now you got the oreo your,
4: cookie no no truth
1: raise Paul. your right hand right now and repeat after me
4: nah because Big I, D. I will
1: tell what
4: Paul gives out tips like a canoe. Please, doesn't
1: happen. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. All right, G, let me see the updated odds makers um, sheet.
4: Oh, whoa, la da da da, do 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 Looking good, getting some money Can there, you just Big Just do a D. Snoop Dogg over there. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Too.
1: Purple Rainmakers scoreboard, Slick Rick, Crazy Town, Dollars, Guitar, and me with the purple tears down 4000 because <laughs> Slick Rick went all oh, 3 and 0 this weekend. 3 and 0.
4: Yep. I'm like ham and eggs. I'm on a roll. Dude. Looking good. <laughs>
1: 2 underdogs or 3? What was it? I forget.
4: I had uh two Two underdogs, right? Yeah, I was.
1: Yeah, Illinois points. was yeah. a favorite, I think. Uh, Illinois, right yeah, Illinois, Illinois was a pick. actually
4: yeah. last minute, and yeah. I got a pick tonight. But you know, we could wait a little bit on that. But we have a 9 p.m. tip for uh, a game. I want to pick. Real oh, I good saw game. you
1: and uh, I saw you and Nolan out in the hallway. <laughs> of course, you have a pick tonight. <laughs> sure. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right.
4: Give the sports guy some credit. Well,
1: I'm launching a full Durham-like investigation into the two of you. I'll be tailing you. I'll have people watching you. <laughs> Tapping your phones if I can. I'm going to get Hillary Clinton involved <laughs> <laughs> so I can get really down and dirty and figure out what the hell's going on here. 3-0, and oh, I just, I don't know. Well, congratulations, Rick. Thank you, Big D. Uh, Geo Friend holding it down as always. There's so much I to do, get.
2: Can I ask one question on the subject here? Sure. Rick, do you feel like you're losing now that you're only winning one thousand a game?
4: No, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I was only going five hundred. Thankfully, uh, Geo suggested that I up it to thousand. But uh, yeah, I don't want to get too crazy. We got a long way to go, and we also have much madness coming up.
1: Okay. All right. Very good. Um, there's so much to get into tonight. I mean, we could, pro- I could probably do four hours. Uh, besides all the regular great stuff on the show, because um, CPAC was this past week. And let me start just by saying this. Congratulations to everybody at Real America's Voice. From um, the Zen Master down and everything they did, took over CPAC. They were a huge presence at CPAC, two huge sets. All of the, our people there. Ed Henry was fantastic. Um, David Zier, fantastic. Amanda uh, Head, John Solomon, Karen Turk with Ed, um, David Oliver. I mean, everybody was just, it was as good as any coverage you'll see. It was the best coverage of CPAC, I'll bet, bar none. And I mean, everybody was just great. Um, everybody, I'm forgetting people, too. Um, Heather Mullins was was interviewing people. Ben Berkwam, David Zier was in the hall when, when Trump was there.
2: Was, uh, like, Steve Cortez and Eric Greitens, guys like that there at all, or...
1: Eric Greitens was at CPAC. I'm sure Steve Cortez was there with Newsmax. Um, Eric Greitens, of course, running for Senate. He was there. I saw him on with Bannon remotely from CPAC. So- I saw
2: Cortez today on with Bannon talking about the financial implications and 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 what this is like, a almost like an out-and-out out covert currency war right here in the open, something we've really never seen in warfare in the past. But I've been saying all wars are bankers' wars since the beginning of time because they fund both sides and they make interest off the damage and then they make interest in, off the loans to rebuild nations and it's like they win no matter what. They're like a couple bookies. Um, the way he talked about it today I thought was pretty interesting. I wasn't sure if you knew much of his work or liked or respected.
1: I like watching his whiteboard stuff, yeah. yeah. That, did he do it on the whiteboard?
2: No, he didn't do it the whiteboard, But they just had a discussion. I've never seen Cortez do the whiteboard stuff. No, he does stuff. the
1: whiteboard stuff. That's great as well too.
2: Glenn Beck does some good stuff about the history of 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 uh, Russia, Ukraine, Kiev, and all of the since like nineteen. Uh, I'm sorry, nine hundred eighty, when the first major wars and tug of war started. It's it's pretty fascinating. It takes some time, but it's worth watching.
1: You know, Michael Knowles, our friend Michael Knowles from the Daily mm-hmm. Wire. I saw he had a, his show today. Some part of it was online, and I happened to catch it. And he said, it's the first war in my lifetime between two civilized countries. Um, and he said, it's also the first war where it, it's kind of weird. You, it's hard to keep up with the reporting on this so far because he said, you know, with the, with the amount of um, citizen reporting, yeah, like we've never seen before with a cell phone in everybody's hand. Yeah. It, it has been um, a little whiplashy trying to figure out.
2: Yes, indeed.
1: Where, w- really, what's going on.
2: And then between, like, so many different sources of, um, uh, I guess I'll guess i call it sorcery, of just really bad reporting and irresponsible reporting and actual misinformation on purpose. And some of, like, the, the puff pieces. And then I, I've seen some side-by-side clips of... Um, you know, a video that even like that Reuters debunked of a miss of a plane getting hit. There's just so much going on; it's exhausting.
1: Raheem Kassam, our own um, Raheem Kassam from the National Pulse, has a piece today about this. Uh, I wasn't going to start there, and I'll try to get to this if we can tonight. But uh, basically, it's called "debunked." Corporate media's top trending Ukraine stories turn out to be complete fakes, and he goes through a list of them. Um, so it ha it has been tough to keep up with with some of these stories you're getting on the ground even uh, even up to the picture of president zelensky which i mean say what you will about this picture if it's not it, it was not from this year or whatever not from this location and not from this time he's obviously acted heroically here uh in the last in the last week and the people have and we continue to root for the people of ukraine to take out the enemy here um but even the picture that we keep seeing of him all in, um, all suited up and ready to go.
5: Yeah. It is fatigues.
1: Yeah, it's not. Um, the word is now that that's not from this time. Ugh. Yeah, from, from what I understand,
3: time. it was last year he was visiting the troops. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he donned his fatigues to go. Uh, How you do know, they hang not the know
2: that people are going to pick up on this, Rick? You know what I mean? They pump out this fake stuff, and all it does is just.
3: Well, between the time they
1: put it out and the time they pick up, I think the the, the work is done, or the what their intended their intentions are achieved.
2: Ah, uh, so you're saying the majority of people don't go back, realize it's a disaster and fake, and then they, they got their two minutes of hope and joy out of it, and then they move on, sort of, so to speak.
1: Well, or they're just pushing a, you know, long longer narrative. Let's say, longer narrative.
3: And I think the media makes a mistake of let's be first instead of being right. They just want, oh, look look what we found. This, this has to be him today. So let's get this out there without well, that just really happened, background checking.
1: Yeah, that, you know, that just happened, I believe, uh, with Fox. Fox printed a story, and I believe this, I'm correct in saying that it, was, it ended up not being true. That's, there was, the story was something about 400 mercenaries were sent after President Zelensky. There was some Fox News story, and the title of it was 400 mercenaries sent to basically track down, because, you know, Zelensky, they say, is number one on the target list, obviously. <laughs> right. And Fox News printed some, ran with some story about 400 mercenaries. I don't believe it ended up being true. It's, uh... So there's a lot of it. Uh, Raheem tackles some of it. We'll try to get to some of that as well. We'll do news, sports. But let's talk just a little bit about, again, about CPAC, because I don't, I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. But Re- Real America's Voice, the people, all of our people were fantastic. They covered it great. And I thought the president was fantastic uh, in a speech that I believe only, only he could really give. Different, in some respects, than his rally speeches. I actually thought it was a little more of a serious speech than his rally speeches. His rally speeches are good. But I thought the president was serious. He looked... Um, Refreshed, motivated, he sounded good, had a couple great moments. Couple couple great moments, not necessarily what you think of as Trump moments. He had a lot of Trump moments, laughable, laughing, good moments, but he had a couple really interesting moments. Um and the media is just is so reprehensible. Specifically, little Clinton bag boy there on ABC. Georgie Stephanopoulos, who had Tom Cotton on yesterday. And it was, they're they're so phony. He doesn't play the whole Trump clip, which I have. And he tries, and Cotton, I don't know if he saw the clip, or I don't think he was at CPAC. So he doesn't know what George is talking about, most likely. He won't play the context of it, George won't. He just takes 10 seconds of a minute 30 clip and says, uh, do you denounce the former president? And Tom Cotton's like, well, George, I, d- I don't speak for the former president. If you want to ask him what he meant, have him on. And then what's her name from NBC that we keep harping on how horrible she is there? What's her? I can't think of her name now. Pick,
5: pick Nicole Wallace? Andrea
1: Mitchell. Oh. She did the same thing. They cherry-picked 10 seconds of the president saying, Putin's smart. And they use, oh, but
2: he is. What's the problem with saying that? Because it doesn't fit. The, the, I, what I come <laughs> in saying today that the media narrative now is he's a deranged lunatic and he's unhinged in this and he's irrational. Putin is as K right, Rick Slick yeah. Rick, right? KGB is yep. a gets. KGB man, class chess player. Yep, he's been planning strategically. He knows he's been building a cyber warfare team that is going to, which is probably. The best in the world right now. How is he not smart? By dismissing him as some unhinged loon, you dismiss or, or his power. Paul, that
1: you could be both. You can be an unhinged loon and smart. Why, why couldn't you be both smart and a Listen, thug murderer? But,
2: I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I, well, he is a thug and he is a violent murderer. And he is a cold-blooded. You know, he. Like yeah. He's mercenary, cold. Right, but but but, but the he's whole, still calculating and smart.
3: Right, uh, but the whole it's not problem is exclusive. The whole problem is by calling him smart, that sounds like a positive. You can't have a positive opinion if you call somebody smart and they're a a thuggish murderer. Yeah. Because now, oh, you you must be his friend. You must want him to win. It's like no, it's just pointing out the obvious that yeah, the guy is pretty smart. He's obviously. It's pretty smart considering all he's been able to achieve throughout his life and what you're going to do is dismiss him and go oh he's just a lunatic
2: and that's the media for know. you because the media right. wants to give you this linear tribal talking point for you to chew on and take mm-hmm. it to the water cooler with all your echo chamber jackasses and think feel like you're smart
1: yeah they're so dishonest it's reprehensible i'll play the entire clip of what trump said at cpex so you can actually hear the whole thing. Not the eight seconds that George played for Tom Cotton when we get back. All right, live from Studio 6B on a Monday, just getting started. Lots to do tonight, and it won't all be on Ukraine. That's important, but there's other things going on as well. 17 past the hour live from studio 6b on a monday real america's voice glad you're in lots to do we'll finish up with um my thoughts on cpac and, and trump here in a second but let's do some sports and here with sports is the man who's now under durham-like investigation with Mr. Nolan, that would be Slick Rick Emirati. What's going on, pal?
4: Reopen the investigation when I give you my next pick in the fourth segment when we do sports. Oh again? no, no,
1: it's already open. Three and zero. The investigation is open. It's open.
4: Okay, absolutely. Have you
1: gone three and zero since we started doing the odds No, ever. No. Thank you very much. I no. rest my case, your honor. Oh, and no, I just started my case, your honor. There
4: you go. Good luck. You're guilty. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, guilty. Here we go. I hey, know nothing. After 17 glorious days, it's all wrapped up. The San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. We've been talking about that the last two weeks. From San Antonio, Texas, at Center. These are all finals, guys. Bareback riding. Casey Field, 91 and a half points on Agent Links, $15,000 to the winner. And Casey Field also picked up the championship for bareback. Another 21 thousand big money here steer wrestling J.D. Struxness 3.4 seconds picked up fifteen thousand dollars and then he picked up another twenty thousand seven fifty as the champ team roping uh, it was a tie in team roping. Lightning Aguilera and Jonathan Torres tied. Rano Sto- Stobner and Joseph Harrison, 4.2 seconds. Good score. 12,500 each. And uh, Lightning Aguilera and Jonathan Torres, they picked up the win. Good old Lightning. He's another great team roper. And saddle bronc riding. Stetson Wright, the man, 90 and a half points on. Larry Culpepper, 15,000. And you guessed it. Stetson Wright was the champion as well. 25,000. Tie down. Tough Cooper, 7.2 seconds, picked up 15 grand. And another 19.5 on top of that as the champ. And uh, last, we got the barrel racing, Haley Kinzel. She's a fantastic barrel racer, that young lady. 13.76 seconds, that's a great score. 15,000, she picked up the championship as well. Kelly walks out, Haley walks out with... 39 Gs. Not bad. Bull riding, last but not least. Sage Kismi, 92 points on Old Sun. 16,000. And then picked up another 28,500 as the champion. Not too bad, guys. Not too bad at all. And uh little golf over the weekend. With Augusta on his mind, Straka rallies to win the Honda Classic. Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, AP Report. Sep Straker is going back to Georgia in a few weeks. He's headed uh, he, he's, he's to his first Masters after pulling off a huge comeback to win the Honda Classic. Straka down by five shots, entering the final round tapped in for birdie in the rain on the final hole and ended up beating Shane Lowry by one shot to become the first Australian winner in PGA Tour history. He shot a 4-under 66 on Sunday to finish at 10-under and earned $1.44 million. So, Straka from a land down under shot under and took the tournament. Good job. Fantastic. And, uh, Big D, just one more I'd like to get in there for tonight. If I may, we're going to get to um, NASCAR. We had over the weekend, uh, let's see here, big, <laughs> Uh okay uh, well uh oh, Kyle Lawson holds off Austin Dillon Dillon sorry about that Daniel Suarez <laughs> and to win the NASCAR race at Fontana AP report Fontana California Lawson the defending NASCAR Cup Series champion held off Austin Dillon and Daniel Suarez in a tense finish yesterday surviving a restart with four laps left to win at Auto Club Speedway for the second time it was a chaotic finish with uh Lawson and Chase Elliott making contact with 20 laps to go but uh Kyle Lawson comes out on top with a strong victory and that's a wrap in sports big d okay
1: very good thanks rick we'll do some more sports um so here's trump from cpac now little george on sunday and andrea mitchell and others they're so disingenuous and phony all of them uh, made it as if um trump was blowing kisses to him oh he's in his pocket suit you know what i mean look at that look at this guy Tom Cotton, are you going to denounce the former president? If he's going to run again, could you support him? This is what you're getting from these people who won't play you the full audio. Here's the full audio. Cut to G. Roll it. I have no
6: doubt that President Putin made his decision to ruthlessly attack Ukraine only after watching the pathetic withdrawal from Afghanistan where the military was taken out first, our soldiers were killed, and American hostages, plus $85 billion worth of the finest equipment anywhere in the world, were left behind. Yesterday, reporters asked me if I thought President Putin was smart. I said, of course he's smart, to which I was greeted with, oh, that's such a terrible thing to say. I'd like to tell the truth, yes, he's smart, The NATO nations, and indeed the world, as he looks over what's happening strategically with no repercussions or threats whatsoever, they're not so smart. They're looking the opposite of smart. If you take over Ukraine, we're going to sanction you, they say. Sanction? Well, that's a pretty weak statement. Putin is saying, oh, they're going to sanction me. They sanctioned me for the last 25 years. You mean I can take over a whole country? Are they going to sanction me? You mean they're not going to blow us to pieces, at least psychologically? The problem is not that Putin is smart, which, of course, he's smart, but the real problem is that our leaders are dumb. Dumb.
1: I like that <laughs> So okay, dumb. So just hold it for one second. So that's the first. That's about seventy percent of it. He's a little more left here, but that's what he played. All George played was, uh, of course, Putin is smart, and you look at our leaders, they're dumb. That's all he played. He played those seven seconds, and then turned to Tom Cotton and said, "You don't believe this? Can you support this guy? Is uh, Putin's in his back pocket?" Does that sound like someone who's Putin's in his back pocket?
2: No, it sounds like somebody looks to look at a fight Putin. Looks like someone who's asking our guys to fight an adversary, but have respect for him in the process. Like you're gonna walk into a boxing ring with Mike Tyson and not respect his, you know, his defensive system. For God's sakes, you have to respect your opponent, no matter what. Your
1: enemy. Yeah. Go ahead, finish it, Jay.
6: And they so far allowed him to get away with this travesty and assault on humanity. That's what it is. This is an assault on humanity. It's so sad. Putin is playing Biden like a drum. And it's not a pretty thing as somebody that loves our country to watch. Just not a pretty thing to watch.
1: Yeah. So th- that, that's the clip that's in question on all the Sunday shows.
3: But that last part they didn't play.
1: No, they didn't play the first part either. No. They didn't play the first part either, where he lays out the case for what's going on. They just played he's smart and our leaders are dumb. Oh guy might as well be a Russian asset again. I wish I would have
2: seen the scene like I wish I would have seen the clip that they played that little Georgie, the propagandist played.
1: That's exactly right. It's exactly what he is.
3: And, and you know what? This isn't the first time that Trump has uh called uh the guys who that, that negotiate on our behalf dumb. He mentioned it when he when he talked about the Paris Climate Accord. He said that was dumb. The Iran deal was dumb. Uh he also took him to task over the Nafta deal, the original one, which he said was dumb. They got taken.
2: Yeah, well, even then, thank God he got in last time cuz he stopped that Trans-Pacific Union. That thing yeah. the TPP was was that even worse. Was, that was even I mean, that was beyond bad. If you I remember looking at that thing and it scared the daylights out
0: of me. Doesn't Biden prop up G every speech that he gives, too?
1: Yeah, absolutely. sure does. True. And not only by speeches, by policies, too, and Iran. Look what they're doing right now. They're trying to get back into every one of these lousy deals. Most of all, the, the Iran deal. Yeah. Biden's basically paying for Iran to get a nuclear weapon at this point, you could say. That's not a stretch.
2: I will tell you, we're paying for Putin's war machine. Turn on our gas line.
1: 600,000 barrels every day. Do you know that,
2: but do you know? They call him Mr. 10% and I'm not talking about Biden. Yeah. <laughs> talk about, talk it's about 20.
1: business as usual. Speaking of that, do you know that we're negotiating some, um, there was, I saw a picture today. There's some negotiation going on. I don't know if it's for the, it's one, you know, one of these big, uh, centralized governmental bodies and there's Russia at the table today, still at the table with us and a bunch of other countries, whatever it was there's russia still at the table i think there's business as usual
0: i think their people are still involved in the negotiations with iran as well
1: yeah i have to look up exactly what what it was but those those were the pictures i remember who posted it too from fox and said are you kidding me talk about business as usual
2: it's all about the money all
1: right we're back do some news and i'll give you one more clip from cpac best moment of the night by far at least for me past the hour live from studio 6b on a monday it's going to be a great week a couple of housekeeping notes tomorrow night state of the union i mean whatever <laughs> state of the union tomorrow night joe biden to a joint session of congress we'll be covering it we'll be on normal eight o'clock first hour getting ready we'll watch all the phonies waddle in well at least in the guy from uh, what's his name from new york's New York, he'll waddle in. We'll watch the rest of them come in. And then at 8.50 in segment four, we'll bring in our own David Oliver, who was fantastic at CPAC, and the great John Solomon to join us. Uh, Probably for about 20 minutes after that as we get ready for the speech. um, Pop Pop probably gets woken up and dressed and shot up and then over there by 9 o'clock, maybe 9.15. I'm not exactly sure what time he'll start probably nine and then we'll we will show the state of the union without any um we'll show the speech
2: can we uh, make fun of it can we all sit around we'll well, drink we're gonna a few
1: try beers. i don't think so, so. Let's I think drink we're some gonna, beers. We're let's gonna drink show this and make we'll, fun
2: let's get a telestrator we'll draw pic, fake clown mustaches on them no nah, well, i don't think we're gonna we'll do draw tinfoil hats on
1: them. and then paul will be doing that on his getter stream live stream <laughs> I have Papa Nolan, by the way, on Getter. Oh, P-O-P-P-A-N-O-L-A-N. Uh, closing Papa Nolan. in
2: on 4,000 I'll make
1: a big shot. And then David Oliver and John Solomon will stay with us. We'll talk about afterwards what we think, what we thought. And the uh, first two things were, will Biden make it through without falling over? Will he speak more than 11 minutes would be my first two questions. But so we'll see.
2: I want to know how long before he can't enunciate. At all because you know you see like he starts to like his mouth starts to get like kind of dry and locked up.
1: Yeah, well, of the fake teeth or uh, whatever it is. I th- the, I, the, the dentures, I, 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 I think, is what the problem is. Really. I think yeah. it's the
2: amphetamines that they pump him up with.
1: Probably a mixture.
2: Yeah, I really believe they pump him up with like Adderall, amphetamines type stuff, just to, and they repeat, and he has to repeat it over and over and over, and he's got to practice it like six times before. Yeah, he-
3: but 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 like alcohol, you know, you're 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 resistance builds up. So yep. I think they got to keep pumping him even more. That's why you start to see him start running out of gas and he starts, uh, you know, z- do you guys z- think z- z- I'm
2: crazy z- 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 that z- 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 I think they drug him to get through those things? Oh no. A I little agree. Bit. You do. You think, you think that's <laughs> outlandish that they give him like.
1: No, I, I don't think it's, uh, I'll tell you, I don't think it's outlandish. I, I don't think, I don't think in his age and his shape and his clear mental decline, you can get through the day and be the president without something.
2: You ever see his, his pupils when he's Oh yeah,
3: they're, when they're all black.
2: They're just black soulless pupils. It's like he's tripping on like he's dosing out on acid.
3: Yeah, it's like that scene out of Jaws, you know? Is yeah, black he, eyes like a doll's eyes. Do you have the Do you have the <laughs> Yeah, it's got shark <laughs> eyes. Yeah. How
1: about How about the speaking of Well, let's go one thing at a time. Let's finish Trump because speaking of the difference in the two leaders and in, in, in the show of strength of the two leaders. Cut one, G. This, is, this, for me, is the moment of the night. I actually was watching this and, and, and screamed out to myself in my own <laughs> house alone, watching it, I screamed out, What? As he said, as he told this story. Watch this story. Roll it.
6: The American people deserve to know where did all the money go? In addition, we must take immediate action to fight the Biden violent crime wave that is devastating our citizens in Democrat-run cities. You look at what's going on in Chicago. So sad, so, I mean, in Afghanistan. I had a meeting with Abdul. You know who Abdul is? He's the leader of the Taliban. I said, Abdul, you better not kill our soldiers anymore. I want. it was much tougher than that. I want to be nice. <laughs> Not much. Even Jim Jordan would have been concerned if he heard. Jim Jordan was sitting right there. Great Jim Jordan. We back that up? Because if you do, you will be hit like no country has ever been hit. You will be hit harder than anybody has ever been hit.
1: Now, listen to this.
6: And he said, Mr. President, but why, he actually called me Your Excellency, I don't know, do you think he calls Biden Your Excellency, how about you? He goes, but why, Your Excellency, Mr. President, do you send me a picture of my house? <laughs> 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 and I said, I'd rather not answer that question, see, I was being very See, I'm being diplomatic.
1: <laughs> it's true," he said. He sent the guy a picture of his own house oh, and said, "Okay, okay let's me. negotiate now."
3: I was had to talk to him. Now that—that's
2: <laughs> going to a knife fight with a bazooka.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Oh.
1: Now juxtapose that.
2: Please don't show me Biden right now. I'm in a good mood. For the Where,
1: first where's time. the arrival? I don't know. Okay, cut six. Please don't. Uh, uh, juxtapose that strength. <laughs> Please. To don't. the arrival today. Roll that. <laughs> Mr.
7: It's like is Hill. winning Hill. war? President, <laughs> you, fear? You, fear? You,
2: fear?
8: you believe Putin would use the nuclear weapons? Mr. President, are you worried about nuclear war?
2: He's like... <laughs> wearing a mask in the open hey,
1: look, fire, fire, fire! Oh wearing love fire. a mask. I love fire trucks. 20 degrees, wind blowing, <laughs> no one near him. Look at
2: that spindle little thing.
1: You worried about nuclear war? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wearing a mask. Walk
2: softly and carry a big stick.
1: And you wonder why... That. You wonder why our allies, I saw, I saw old Bill Daly on CNBC, used to be Obama's press sec, uh, chief of staff. He's on CNBC this morning going, oh, you got to give credit to Biden to getting all the allies together here. You know, there's a report in the Washington Post of all places this morning on how the Biden administration was, had a run to catch up with Germany, who woke up this weekend Switzerland, who woke up this weekend, the EU, who continues to lay the hammer down, and all of these other places, the least of which is the United States.
2: I mean, he he left his post to go to Delaware and curl up under a blanket. I think he was watching like Cagney and Lacey
0: reruns.
2: (laughs) He had a box of bonbons and under a blankie.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, here's going. Here's what's going on around the world. The least of which is the Americans taking the the, this administration taking the lead over here. G on my screen. EU announced a new slate of even stronger sanctions against Russian uh, Russian oligarchs. Zeke Miller today. Switzerland's president says country will join EU sanctions, including asset freezes targeting Russia. Breaking. This is the big one or a big one today. These individual companies decide on their own. Not because of Biden. They don't don't say Biden had anything to do with this, with any of these. BP decides to pull out. Shell decides to pull out.
2: So can I just push back on that just a hair? This is the one thing that keeps this whole thing curious for me. All of these like ESG based companies, all of these companies that are completely connected to the one world government, new world order, whatever the heck you want to call it, globalists. You know, this is like this is to me like, you know, my only hope somewhere along the way is, is that we've heard Putin say a million times he's completely against one world government. He's def- He's completely against it. So is there any possibility that somewhere along the way that he this is his way of fighting back against IMF based banks that really control all those you know companies that are you know environmental um uh was it I've, equitable uh sustainable governance is ESG right? That's what all these Black Rocks and vanguards and all these corporations—they won't invest unless you're connected in that kind of woke spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there any way we could possibly consider this? A we um, have to consider something bigger is at foot here beyond what you know these sound bites and tweets and 143 characters of stupidity are telling us. So I just not well, saying that was stupid, but I didn't mean that. I just meant like this—the relentless assault of just little. Dribs and drabs of, I don't know, of just propaganda. You know, from every angle. So I, I just like the, I just wish we knew more about the economic repercussions and what's really going on. Because, you know, we talked that girl on Fox today said, "I'll stand, I'll stand at nothing. I'll stop at nothing to protect the New World Order."
1: You... She said, "We're the, we're the shield for the New New World Order, mm-hmm. um, and the, and the Euro." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know the answer to your question, but and I, I take these from um, from Javier Blas on its face value that he says uh, BP has now decided to pull out. Shell announces it's exiting all its joint ventures, including a 27.5% stake. Uh, Shell carries those JVs, at $3 billion valuation on the books. With BP and Shell leaving the country, I don't see how others can stay. The pressure on Exxon, Total, and oil traders like Traf- uh, Trafalgar and, and Vitol. Uh, And Glencore and metals is going to increase massively. Uh, So my point to all this, and then Matthew Billingsley, who we've been following, says today's sanctions are a step in the right direction, but still insufficient and riddled with loopholes. The primary effect on this will be to spook the market, create confusion for compliance officers, resulting in overcompliance. That's so that's yet to be seen. Here's here's how you know Biden's not up to the job and not getting the job done. Now Brad Sherman is about as left a radical Biden kiss-ass as you could possibly be. He's this nut job that you see on all of these uh, House committees, and he's just out of his mind, this guy. Here's Brad Sherman on MSNBC on the sanctions so far. Roll that, G.
4: Talk to you about the sanctions here. We know the president obviously um, issued new orders of these sanctions against uh, the president himself, uh, his foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, as well, making it very personal, of course, these sanctions hitting hard um, across Moscow, not only to uh, the Russian people, but, but now the government. Uh, but what do you make of these sanctions? Do you think they'll make any difference when it comes to Putin's movements inside Ukraine?
0: Not really. This is, uh, Putin undertook this, expecting at least uh, hundreds and hundreds of uh, of casualties. Um, These sanctions are actually rather modest uh, compared to what we did to Iran back in 2014. Uh, We have not used the SWIFT system to cut them out of uh, international banking. And the reason we did it is because uh, both the United States, but particularly Europe, want to keep buying Russian oil and natural gas and uh, want to keep paying for it and of course need a banking system to pay for it. So I, I think the, uh, the sanction against Putin personally is uh, uh, an attack, you know, uh, uh, a public relations action. Uh, he'll take it as a slap in the face, but
9: uh, it's not near um, the kind of sanctions that would really hit the, uh, the Russian economy. That's Brad Sherman. Hmm. Hmm. That's not Tom Cotton on Marco Rubio that's Brad Sherman from California so if you if you've lost Brad Sherman and he doesn't think these are meaningful I'm not sure where else you could possibly go unless Pelosi said something or Schumer
1: and it it does just seem that we're we are just behind we're not even I wouldn't say leading from behind I just don't think we're leading at all he's just not there's just He refuses to take the lead. And all these other places you see are coming with these sanctions or coming with something that they think is going to have some effect. Not us. He's out in Delaware and walking in like that with his mask on. All right, more to do. We're back right after this. live from Studio 6B on a, uh, on a Tuesday night. Oh, man, I'm so jacked up over the Rangers fans telling, uh, <laughs> giving the governor a in-house poll. Let's we'll see it one more time, G. Throw it up there. Tonight, we'd like to salute <laughs> Governor Kathy Hochul, the first female governor of New York State.
5: Wow. <laughs> governor Hochul began her career in public service. Hey, was this posted by Ohio Lee Zeldin? Referees don't even get booed that much,
4: you know that. The referees don't even get that kind of booing.
1: (laughs) A champion of women's
4: rights and
1: leader of the great state of
4: New
9: York, please welcome Governor
1: Kathy Hochul. Oh God, I love that. Explain (laughs) that to your. That might be the best clip I've ever seen. All right, speaking of sports, he's not the Rangers game. And if he was, he wouldn't get booed like that. I can tell you that. Uh, Slick Rick, Rick Emirati, what's going on, pal?
4: All right, Big D. Well, here's here's a little bit more news. And thanks in part to the governor, unvaccinated Yankees-Mets can't play in home games under current New York City rules. Zach Wasink, Friard Barker. It was learned last week that as things stand today, MLB players who aren't considered fully vaccinated against COVID-19 cannot travel to Canada for road games against the Toronto Blue Jays per Canadian. Canadian government guidelines. Stephen Bondi and Dennis Young of the New York Daily News reported today that players on the New York Yankees and New York Mets not fully vaccinated against COVID-19 would not be eligible to play at home games today due to New York City's private sector employer mandate that prevents all-star guard Kyrie Irving from featuring uh, for the Brooklyn Nets in contests held at Barclays Center and Madison Square Garden. The Nets will fine 50000 on Monday for allowing Irving, uh, who isn't vaccinated, to enter the locker room considered a workplace environment. So because of these workplace environment, uh, guidelines and, 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 you know, protocols, big day, they can't go into the locker rooms. And, uh, rumor has it, Aaron judge, they asked him about his vaccination status and he didn't say too much, but I have a feeling he's not vaxxed. So he may not be able to play home games for Rick's New York Yankees. So Rick, how do you feel about that?
3: Uh, well, you know what? If he doesn't want to get the, uh, the jab, he shouldn't get the jab, but it's the dumbest, dumbest thing. you you. you... I mean, we talked about it last night with Kevin Durant calling out, uh, calling out the mayor of New York City over, over the Kyrie Irving situation where he's allowed to go to the game. So Aaron Judge could go to the game, sit there and watch the game. But if he were to step on the field, <gasps> oh my goodness, uh, uh, somebody's going to die. Yep. Give it a rest. Unbelievable. It's so the that's- dumbest because it, it's, it has nothing to do with science. It's all about you disobeyed me and now I'm going to punish you for disobeying.
1: Is that Rick's cut, G, you telling me about, or am I supposed to call it? Okay, so here we go. G says we have some kind of a cut on this, uh, Rick. Cut, oh. whatever you said, G, roll it.
10: Right. Things are getting a little confusing, you know? Like for example, okay, right here in New York City, Mayor Eric Adams has lifted the rule that you have to be vaccinated to attend indoor events. Okay, that's gone. But there is still a rule that you have to be vaccinated to go to your workplace. So if someone's job is at an indoor event, they can't go to work, but they can show up to work to watch their colleagues do their thing. (laughs) Yeah, which is exactly what happened this weekend.
8: A big matchup at Barclays Center with the Nets taking on the Knicks. But Kyrie Irving, who's ineligible to play in the city for failing to comply with the vaccine mandate for city workers, he might have stolen the show. He attended the game as a fan and watched his Nets win from the sidelines. He paid for a ticket, just like a regular person.
10: Yeah, guys, I I don't care, like, how COVID compliant you are. Like, this makes zero sense. Can we agree on that? Can we, What? so Kyrie can go inside, not wear a mask, even hug a teammate, but he cannot play. Yeah. (laughs) I don't get it, why? Does the ball have a weak immune system? What's going on? I mean, it's crazy, just think about it, just think about it. Kyrie can't play, but he can sit in the stands, right? Like a fan. And then as a fan, what happens if he gets picked to take the half court shot to win the car? Can he do that? What are those rules? How does it work? And you know the funny thing about Kyrie being All in the stadium? All right, stand? G, we, we got like, the, we the, the idea. Time. We got the
4: idea. So, Kyrie uh, has Crazy. put up 51 yeah. points tonight, too, against Orlando, but he's on the road. He's down in Disneyland, so, you know, Disney World, I should say. So, check that. All and, right, and big
3: D. Real, real quick, last part of this because Mets and Yankees, they play in outdoor stadiums. Correct. So aren't they outside? Isn't that, isn't that uh, it's not inside. It's not an indoor workplace,
4: is it? Well, they have to go into the locker room, Rick.
3: <laughs>
4: That's the, the bullpen. What do I
1: do? No, wait a minute. You always say to me, are you trying to make good sense of something here, Rick? Are you trying to like, come, come to a common <laughs> absolutely, not. No, no. absolutely not. Absolutely not. can't do no. that. Mess. I think
4: it's stupid. I think we have a team out on Long Island called the uh, Long Island Ducks. Maybe we should have Fauci p- throw out the first pitch for them so Who? we can flatten the curve.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, Fa- yeah, Fauci. I,
4: I <laughs> kind of remember
1: him. Yeah. yeah, he
4: ducked out. I uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen much not of right. him lately. No sir. Convenient. Conveniently disappeared. Interesting.
4: Yep. That's a rapid sports big D. Back right. to you.
1: Very good, Slick Rick. Thanks. Let's do some news uh, here with Rick Delgado. News is brought to you by 7cells.com. 7cells.com. Use our code. LFS six B a checkout for ten percent off what's going on
3: all right well uh, President Joe Biden has lost again this time Sarah bloom Raskin has withdrawn the nomination to the Fed board uh, Raskin withdrew her nomination one day after West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin said he would not vote for vote to confirm her sources familiar with the with uh, the matter said former deputy uh, Deputy Secretary of the Treasury, Raskin's nomination was controversial to begin with. Her far-left views drew opposition from Republicans and more than 20 state financial officers. Sources familiar with the confirmation process told The Washington Post, NBC, and CNN that Raskin withdrew her nomination after it became clear she would not have enough support in the Senate. President Joe Biden then released a statement on Raskin's decision to withdraw her nomination. And he said this, I am grateful for Sarah's service to our country and her willingness to serve again. Not a joke. And I look forward to her continued contributions to our country. He wrote and claimed that her nomination had broad, uh, broad support, even though she didn't get broad support. So there you have it. Um, We won't have a lunatic elected to the board right now. We'll see if he tries to sneak somebody else in let's see what else is going on. Well, Jesse Smollett, he's back in the news. Juicy has been moved to a new cell, according to the sheriff uh, of, of Cook County Sheriff's Office said earlier today. Smollett, whose brother has said he's been housed in the jail psych ward, is still in the same unit, but moved to a different cell on Monday with a better view of the Subway sandwich shop. The actor's new digs at Chicago's County Jail features round the clock surveillance, so he can't kill himself from officers who are stationed outside the cell at all times. So he can't call
1: in his own. Uh,
3: yes, <laughs> his own suicide uh, to ensure the actor remains <laughs> under direct observation. The sheriff said Isn't that
1: why they moved him. Right. He called in some kind of a complaint about himself. Probably. Yeah.
3: Like other inmates, the convicted felon is entitled to substantial time out of his cell. But when he is in the common areas, other detainees won't be permitted in the area the agency explained. These protocols are routinely used for individuals ordered into protective custody who may be potentially at risk of harm due to the nature of their charges, their profession, or their noteworthy status. (laughs)
1: Beating himself. Hey, why is that guy punching himself over there? What the hell's wrong with this guy? What's up with the new guy?
3: I'm kicking my ass. (laughs) Uh, The safety and security of all detained individuals, including Mr. Smollett, is the sheriff's office highest priority. Sure. uh, he also noted the sheriff did that Smollett was never restrained to a bed or anything else in the cell, nor was his previous bed ever equipped with restraints. All right. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, there you have it coming from, uh, the world of Jesse Smollett. I feel like we're going to get an update every couple days yeah. about what's going on. He should, he should have signed a deal with Netflix or something and had this whole thing recorded.
1: Oh, oh I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure that's coming when he's on the other side of this. Uh, By the way, breaking news tonight out of the New York Times. If you thought the former governor of New York and the nursing home disaster was behind us and we knew everything, well, think again. Uh, The New York Times tonight, the administration of former Governor Andrew Cuomo failed to publicly account for the deaths of now about 4,100 additional nursing home residents in New York during the pandemic, according to a new audit that was released today by the state comptroller. Oops. So another 4,100 people killed by the former governor of New York. And then he lied and hid. All right, hour two coming up. Live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday. On a Monday night, Real America's Voice. Well, live from Studio 6 Beyond Real America's Voice. Glad you're in. Crazy Town still to come. More sports, more news. Geofran holding it down as always. Uh, let's see what else we have to get to here in the clips. We got good stuff tonight to talk about. We got the. Um, well, you know, who knew that all we needed was war for all COVID stuff to exit ramp? Oh,
2: well, or. Uh, Mass Or midterm elections.
1: Yeah. Or um, old man trying to give speech to um, for the state of the urine. So we'll see. <laughs> all of that, all of a sudden, really COVID now funny. is gone.
3: Yeah, but but don't worry, the fencing around the Capitol is back.
1: Yeah, I saw that's still there. Yeah,
3: that's fun. Yeah,
1: they I- only believe in fences when it's around someplace that they're. Protecting.
2: Yeah. Did I see they were sending New York City police down there to help protect the Capitol from the truckers?
1: Yes. <laughs> he, <asked, laughs> he asked for a state um, National Guard, and DeSantis sent him a letter saying, nope. <laughs> no.
2: I can't not, wait to see the first time they, they dump Im- illegal immigrants in Florida. He brings them up to Delaware.
1: Not partaking.
2: I, hope that, I can't wait. To see, I hope that happens.
1: All right. Here now with a special <clears throat> Monday night edition is Rick Delgado with what? Even is that.
3: All right, Damon, well, thank you. And I'm going to swipe uh, a little page out of Slick Rick's book here and just thank someone. Uh, This is uh, Lucy Marie, who has her two daughters, names Gracie and Stormy. They watch us every night, but she didn't tell us what what state they're in. So hopefully she'll let me know. We'll figure out what state they're in. But thank you for watching, ladies. And uh, okay, bye now. If you've been paying attention, as you know, I'm a bit of a skeptic when it comes to this whole, you know, supposed, hey, what's going on between Russia and the Ukraine? So forgive me if I'm a bit slow to jump up and down with the heroics of the Snake Island Ukraine military, who, according to reports, and we played a clip, uh, laid down their lives when they told the Russian military to go scratch. Well, the audio was correct, but turns out they didn't lay down their lives. They laid down their weapons. They got captured and subsequently sent home. Then there was the ghost of Kiev. You heard about him? A super Ukrainian pilot that's been taking out Russians like Maverick did in, in Top Gun protecting Iceman because, well, you can't leave, your wingman. Well, looks like that story is a bit of a fake too. So call me a survivor of being a battered American patriot. Uh, What even is that, you ask? Well, I guess I'm going to tell you. Let me explain it. You know how you, you know, maybe you might see a friend or a family member in a bad relationship where they get crapped on constantly, all the time, and they say, oh, it's going to get better, but it never does, and and they keep going back and getting stomped on again and again? Eh, It's kind of like where I'm coming from right about now. Between my government, my intelligence agencies, and my media, believe me, I want to love you, but all those times where you said you love me and you didn't mean to hurt me all that bad well this time you know it would be different there's an old saying in
6: tennessee i know it's in texas probably in tennessee that says fool me once
4: shame on (laughs) shame on you Fool me. We can't get fooled again. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no. and, and That's, <laughs> that's, a... that's kind of where I'm at right oh, now. So, so excuse me if I come off as a skeptical prick that I am today. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I can't trust you people anymore. After all that you've done over the last few years, and I'm sure I, I, I'm not sure I could ever trust you guys again. And how could you ever even begin to earn that trust back anyway? What are you going to say? Oh, promise. Just come up to my apartment. I won't kill you and eat you. Yeah, right. I'm sure. Well, we just went through, and actually we continue to go through, your unmedicated bouts of Trump derangement syndrome. But even it, it even predates that. Remember way back? I bought into it big time with the whole Patriot Act and the war in Iraq. I mean, I was there cheerleading, then starting in in 2008, I've been bludgeoned repeatedly with the closed fist of, if you say anything against Obama, you're a racist. Then to add to that beatdown... We as a nation were beat down with this lead from behind mentality to diminish us not only, you know, uh, plus the new normal of a crappy economy and a 1% GDP growth forever, as our standing in the world stage suffered because, well, we were constantly reminded, what? That the United States is racist. Oh, great. Then in 2016, that happened. Now, not only was I a racist, but now I'm a Nazi sympathizer. Oh, and I hate women. Yeah, because I don't hate women. Believe me, I don't. But because me and more than half the country wasn't buying what you were selling, uh, me and everyone who thought like me, well, since we didn't vote for a killery, now we're sexist. (laughs) Great. But that was just the start. Because from Election Day 2016 January to, to January 20th, 2021, your abuse on us has been nonstop. From ugly reactions from our elected officials and their grotesque character assassination attempts, obvious lies, and out now calls for violence with a wink and a nod. You lied about honoring your oath to the Constitution, aided by a politically corrupted intelligence agencies that included, and we know it's true, a fake dossier, several fraudulent FISA applications, and a B.S. Mueller investigation that included, yeah, spying on a presidential campaign, president-elect, and the president of the United States. Mm. For four more years this went on, and where was the media? The ones we the people, like Paul Schertz says, counted on to hold them accountable.
10: And that is a scientific fact.
3: Uh Yeah, well, they weren't there. They were in the next room warming up to bludgeon us with some more of these made-up stories from unnamed sources and spewing vitriol about me, my president, and everyone who was just like me just simply because, well, we didn't agree with you. So now as this whole Russia-Ukraine thing starts to unfold, I'm sorry, but I'm not sure I, I believe you anymore. It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well,
0: where is it? Where's the declassified information?
3: I just delivered it.
2: No, you made a series of allegations and would statements. You, would you
3: like us to print out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for no, yourself. That's
0: not evidence, Ned. That's you
1: saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry. Right.
3: <laughs> exactly. And after watching some of this footage on another network, uh, reporters that look silly standing there with helmets on and flak jackets saying, bombs are going off, but you can't hear it, see it, and the cameraman doesn't even react to it, well, it kind of reminds me of this. You know, what happens when you think the cameras aren't on and no one is watching? Oops. Then to see this reported as an embedded reporter from CNN. Look at this. More troops to come in. You can see these are Russian forces. You can tell they're Russian. I've spoken to them already. You can tell they're Russian. They've got that
2: orange and black band to identify them as Russian forces. I've spoken to the the commander on the ground there within the past few minutes, and he said they are now in control.
3: Yeah, so, so the armband is key, and, of course, they got there in their blue Toyota Camry. Awesome. Kind of reminds me of Bill Murray crossing the Russian border in stripes. Anyhow, I'm sorry if I come off jaded and negative, but I'm sorry the government, the intel agencies, and media, it's your fault that I don't trust you. Damon, back to you. Okay. Rick, uh, Rick Delgado with what even is that? You know what?
1: And a lot of that I agree with
2: yeah you know for me, they it's the boyle's cried wolf over and over and over. We have you know you know they I hear about the state-run media in Russia and the propaganda that comes from from our mm-hmm. propagandas here on 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 CBS, which is you know I mean the corporate structure of that alone is just comical, who owns it and, and then I hear about the corporate run media, the state-run media in in Ukraine, and that can't be trusted and I, and I find myself just laughing, what's the difference? What's right. really the difference? <clears throat> At least they have the integrity over there not to let medical companies advertise on their airwaves. <laughs> but you know we're one of two countries in the world that you get a three-minute infomercial. If you're watching Hallmark Channel visiting your mom and it comes on, you'll see a three-minute infomercial on why my mom now needs, uh, you know, Zolestra of uh, Vietnam. Now <laughs> be one of the, the side effects. are twenty-nine seconds long. Right. Because there's no, they don't care about anything other than the buck. And 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 the propaganda and what corporately aligns, so it's the same thing: It's state-run propaganda everywhere you go, and it's a different BS story after another story, and it's, so, it's just so exhausting. Is really what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, uh, I told Rick this before, just to be candid. I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I'm not a huge fan of denigrating what these reporters are doing on the ground, putting themselves, whether you think they're in danger or not. I believe they probably are, and I think saying that they're there just faking it, making a movie, saying that we don't hear anything or we don't see anything, I'm not so sure that that's not maybe a little disrespectful to, to what they're doing. Some of these reporters that we have followed, on uh, whether it's Trey Yanks on Fox, or um, even the girl that we followed on CNN who was out in Afghanistan. As we were, that disaster was unfolding and she was right there by the airport continually reporting. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that part because I do think these people put themselves in danger. And if that's your relative or your kid or your whatever there, you probably don't think that they're there going, well, geez, I don't see anything. I don't hear anything. So he's probably not in that much danger. I don't know. That's just my feeling on it.
3: Well. Oh you know and again i think more more of what i was trying to get across there was what are we being spoon fed you know uh, we've already been lied to like i mentioned all those times
1: well i agree with you on all that i just don't think it's and, on, i don't think you should be putting it on the reporters but but to say know, they're the, in on it
3: if the media is sending them someplace you know to hey get this story and and then you find out later that well that picture was incorrect and that and that wasn't really what was going on there
1: yeah but let's talk about just talking about their live hits do you believe these people are in places where they could be in
3: danger? I have no idea. But looking at it, it looked. At, especially, I think, about, I think especially what a better answer one,
2: Rick would what, probably what answer is very possible they could be in danger. But yeah. the problem is they've cried wolf so often and they've hung us out to dry.
1: But not and, about this. Not, not quite ruffle about, uh, oh, we have, we have sirens over. I got to put a jackets, flap jacket on. I mean, you make it sound like that's not happening when they say it, like they're saying it just for the camera.
3: You know what? That that has happened in the past, where the, where reporters have done things just for the cameras. I mean, oh my goodness, look oh, look at all this water coming in. They're sitting in a canoe, and somebody walks by. It's ankle deep water.
1: Uh, again, I mean, And I'm not sure that's apples and apples, but I hear what you're saying.
3: You know, we've seen this deception before, and I am just, just tired of being deceived. Listen, or, the, decepted. The, the, the and I think the there's, scene, plen- the there's plenty of
1: people you can be mad at about deceiving you. I don't think. The reporters on the ground putting themselves, what I, what I think is in danger are the people to take it out on, but that's just me.
2: Yeah, well, the corporate executives who put these BS stories out there discredit these kids who are in the middle of a, a bombing area. You know, when they're on the ground and you see smoke behind them, it just stinks that the, the work that they're, they're doing has been besmirched by so many lies, and, and that is a shame. That is a shame because it is a brave job to go out there and do it. No matter, you know, if you're in the middle of the thick of it and you don't know what's going to, errant gunfire is happening and people will be in hand. That's like, all I'm
1: saying. I don't think the guy wearing a funny hat out there, I don't think he's, uh, I, I just don't think he's the guy we want to probably make a subject of uh, of this. That's There's plenty of people to make a subject to and there's many stories. As I said, our own Raheem Kassam over here, G, if you want to throw this up.
2: There's only a minute left.
1: Yeah, I know that. We'll, but we'll get back to this. I mean, he, we can go through some of the of the stories oh, that, that are that. plenty to do it but none of them involve reporters on the ground trying to bring you footage live shots of the city so that's all i'm saying i agree with 99 percent of the rest of that our live from studio 6b on a monday we'll go through Raheem's corporate media's top trending ukraine stories that turned out to be complete fakes when we get back 17 past the hour, live from Studio 6B on a Monday night. We'll do some more news and sports. Uh, so Raheem Kassan, we were just talking after what even is that about the fact that, yeah, there, are, there is a bunch of, um, there has been a bunch of propaganda on both sides. I even saw someone talk about the fact that if you look at the social media game of Russia and the social media game of Ukraine and, and how how they've utilized social media has been really quite, quite astounding to um, to look at. I don't know, gee, how to do this because I can't make this any smaller to move it over. Uh, maybe put it in a box or something so we can actually read it, yeah. So Raheem went through, because obviously a lot of people have been noticing a lot of the same things, and he says, um, number of popular stories chronicling Ukraine's resistance against Russia's ongoing invasion, including those promoted by U.S. congressmen, media outlets, and even conservative online have turned out to be false, despite garnering millions of shares and likes. The viral fake stories come amidst social media platforms rolling out robust fact-checking operations, often used to swiftly censor stories counter to establishment narratives or critical of the Democratic Party. These programs, however, have routinely failed to flag the following stories with false as false with the same tenacity. Uh, the Snake Island martyrs and this is a story that you just rick just referenced in his what even is that this of course is the story of 13 ukrainian border guards stationed on the country snake island located in the black sea were quickly alleged to have been killed by russian forces at the onset of russia's invasion audio recordings of what was allegedly their final moment went viral as they said go f yourself 13 ukrainians the country's president Volodymyr zelensky said they died heroically he later promised to recognize each other with the title of hero of Ukraine. Days later, however, the Ukraine Navy revealed that the guards had actually been taken captive by their Russian occupiers and were still alive. Number two, Rick also mentioned this, the Ghost of Kiev, a video of a Ukrainian fighter pilot dubbed the Ghost of Kiev, showed a jet supposedly shooting down multiple Russian fighters, causing several casualties. Social media users were quick to champion the pilot as a hero, despite the video actually tracing its origins to a video game. Is this the one you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. The video was created with the 2008 game Digital Combat Simulator. Yep. And was the first shared via YouTube where the original poster acknowledged the footage was from his simulator. Representative Dan Crenshaw also hyped the debunked Ghost of Kiev tale in a tweet along with promoting the Snake Island myth. And there is uh, Representative Crenshaw's tweet. Snake Island says, go F yourself. Um, and then there's the video that Paul is talking about. Uh, number three, I was not aware of this one. The fake farewell. Are you aware of this one, Paul? I did not see this Photo one. of two Ukrainian children sending off soldiers to fight Russians quickly went viral on social media. Would post on Twitter... Containing the image amassing tens of thousands of likes. Pro-war representative Adam Kinzinger. By the way, Adam Kinzinger basically called for war the other day on Twitter. Saying that the U.S. should get involved with installing a no-fly zone.
9: All these chicken hawks. So brave.
1: In reality, the dramatic image actually traces its roots over half a decade back to Ukraine in 2016. Has appeared in several news stories since then. There's Kinzinger. Of course, he couldn't probably tweet it out fast enough. And then he calls for a no. He calls for America to in, install a no-fly zone, which is basically puts us at war, as even Gensaki acknowledged today, out in front of the White House with NBC. Uh, story number four. I don't. I'm not aware of this one either. It's an airsoft gun. The story of former Miss uh, Grand Ukraine. Anastasia Lena joining Ukraine's military to fight against Russia also turned out to be false, despite amassing thousands of likes and shares across social media platforms. While the photo of Lena is one of her recent Instagram posts where she expressed support for Ukraine against Russian forces, the gun in the popular picture is actually an airsoft rifle. And there she is. And originally, this was the side-by-side of her as all dolled up as Miss from the pageant and then this was the picture that was next to her glam picture was this one. And I guess um, he's saying that that is obviously not, not true. And then number five, straight from the big screen, literally, clips of Ukrainian shoulders kissing their loved ones goodbye as they supposedly left to fight Russia also quickly went viral. Except the footage, which, is always, which has already garnered thousands of likes, come of 2017 film, The Warm of Chimeras. So this, and then yeah. he links to the footage. So there's no shortage of uh, anonymous imposters. Number six, a video created by the notorious hacker group Anonymous threatened to launch massive cyber attacks and empty the bank accounts of Russian citizens who refused to protest Putin in a minute-long video circulating across social media platforms. On March 3rd, 2022, all money will be debited from your bank accounts and transferred in favor of the armed forces of Ukraine. Ukraine's Minister of Digital Transformation, however, admitted the video wasn't actually created by Anonymous. And he says, the plethora of false stories in such a short period of time serves as a reminder about vigilance in reporting and fact-checking. National Pulse is committed to reporting the truth 100% of the time. So, there you go.
9: Disgusting. It's exhausting, it's disgusting, it's,
2: and it comes from every angle. And that's just a fraction of it. I I don't even know what to say at this point. Now we got the same talking heads who now are upset at Trump for saying Putin was smart were the ones who were saying that Putin's a mastermind for rigging our elections. So he was smart then when he was evil, but now he's smart. I can't keep up with the, the BS. I just can't keep up with the hypocritical nonsense that just spins in the wind. I mean they just weren't they telling us that that he was the, the mastermind behind the 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 rigged of, rigging of the 2016 election? Now he's the idiot, right? Now he's a just an evil demented moron. But which way is it, guys? Pick yeah. something.
1: All right, we'll do some more news. Uh let's do some sports and hear what that is at Slick Rick uh at Slick Rick Sports on Getter. Rick Emirati, what's going on, pal? All
4: right, big D. Well we gotta go back to the rodeo from the weekend. The La Fiesta de los Vequeros, Tucson, Arizona, <laughs> Tucson delicious. Rodeo Grounds. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Um, All-Around Cowboy, I'm sure you guys want to know. Seth Hall picked up two grand. He was in the tie-down and team roping, which is usually where the uh, all-around cowboys are in the rodeo. That I usually see. In bareback riding, we had Oren Larson, 90 and a half points on. Pendleton Whiskey's South Suds, 1,600 bucks. Steer Wrestling, J.D. Struxness, 4.6 seconds. Uh, We have Saddle Bronk, Brody Crest, 92 points on Neutrina's Killer Beats. Good score. Tie-down, Garrett Jacobs, 8.8 8.8 seconds. Barrel Racing, Steely Steiner, 17.23 seconds. And Bull Riding, Trey Kimsey, 84 points on Wolf of Wall Street. That's a good one for now. And uh, total payoff on that rodeo, $37,000. Uh, we And also, we have the uh, very interesting story out of the Ukraine that's going on right now uh, with the uh, former boxing champions and also heavyweight champion Oleksandr Usyk joins Territorial Defense Battalion in Ukraine. This is from Mike Copenture of ESPN. The Olympic gold medalist is the latest boxer to take up arms in Ukraine. Usyk's longtime friend, Vasiliev Lomachenko, uh, number eight in the world right now, also joined the Territorial Defense Battalion, along with Vitaly Klitschko and um, his brother, Vladimir. you got to realize, guys, Usyk is the reigning heavyweight champion, WBO, WBA, WIBF. Most of you know Tyson Fury, who is the WBC. He is going to be the big challenger. And here he is in the middle of war. It's incredible. A heavyweight champion of the world. I think Muhammad Ali, he missed out on Vietnam, but this guy... He's in the trenches, Big D. It's really some story.
2: Well, this, wasn't Klitschko a big political yeah. figure in the 2014? Yeah, mayor mayor
4: of Kiev. Kiev. Uh, he's the mayor of Kiev. He's uh, currently the mayor uh, of Kiev. Yeah, currently Kiev. the mayor yeah, of Kiev.
2: I, I remember him having a big role in the 2014 uprising, where, you know, when the yes. I guess, the second color revolution or the Madan revolution. Um, was, I remember him having a big role. I wish I could remember better. My memory's not what it used to be. N- none of those is. All That's
4: right, we'll do wrap. Is that all for sports? That's a wrap. Yeah, we got to go to break. All
1: right, we'll do some more sports when we wrap up the show. No more news with Paul coming up. Crazy Town coming up as well. Jill, Kamala, and Joe celebrate Black History Month. That's coming up. It's past the hour live from Studio 6B on a Monday night. Paul Nolan's here with the news. Rick Dogato did what even is that? Rick Amorati's got sports. Geo Fran holding it down as always. A couple other things I want to get to before we get to crazy town. Cut three, G. Let's hear Biden. We already played you the dishonest media, how they framed the whole Trump CPAC thing. Let's hear Biden asked about it. Cut three, roll that.
3: We're seeing now that Russia uh, has
10: invaded Ukraine in defiance of not only Ukraine's sovereignty, but also warnings from the international community. And yet, at the same time, we have someone like Donald Trump who's come out and praised Putin's savvy and genius uh, just in advance of him attacking uh, Ukraine. And other Republicans have rallied uh, to Putin's side as well. What's your message to Trump and others in light of Putin's attacks?
7: Well, I think uh, I put as much stock in Trump saying that Putin's a genius as I do when he called himself a stable genius. Well, there
4: you go. <laughs> well,
3: no, in, in terms of these sanctions, you know, what, you we've seen line, sanctions get imposed Ohio, on
10: <laughs> after, <laughs> Georgia in 2008, after Crimea Justin. in 2014, election <laughs> hacking in 2016. Nothing like this,
1: though. Look, um, why don't we just, you have two I mean, options. why don't you give him the questions and the answers, Brian? Why don't you give him the questions and the answers while you're at it? It's just like it's just like what are these questions or what are these statements, I guess. They're not even questions. I well, didn't
0: cut it? the clip, but he had another question about China and he's like, So I'm so glad that we have a leader who's uh you know preserving democracies over autocracies. Biden was like, You've heard me speak
1: before, huh? You know, gee, we know Brian Tyler Cohen. We do. He's actually very nice. He's yeah, he a here. good guy. I mean yeah, really nice. politics aside. Yeah, I didn't know anything about his politics and whatever. He's still he's a nice guy, but I mean, um...
3: Yeah, but that, that first one, it sounded like he actually wrote the, the answer yeah. for Biden to say, and then when he said it, he's like, there you go. Yeah. All right, you got it on that one. Exactly. All right, good job, Joey. Exactly. Sounds <laughs> like the
1: question and the answer.
0: Also, I find it ironic the name of his show is No Lie.
1: <laughs> All right, let's see the rest of this. Start a third world
7: war. Go to war with Russia physically. Or two, um make sure that uh a country that acts so contrary to international law ends up paying a price for having done it and uh it's this is there's no sanction that is immediate it's not like you can sanction someone and say you no longer are going to be able to be
1: uh i right, no, stop just stop, the stop president. this just such nonsense his administration as i played you i'm not going to play it again has every single person in the administration all for two weeks told us that these sanctions were going to be immediate. They were going to prevent them from doing anything. That was the whole point of them. Every one of them said that. And then of course, when they didn't and he hasn't still, he still hasn't even put any serious him himself. The most serious sanctions have come from outside entities of the United States. They haven't come from us. They've been installed by other entities, not by the United States.
9: He still hasn't. And he
1: won't unleash America's energy to really hit him where it hurts because his ideology won't let him. Because they're too, the Democratic Party is too ideological-driven. That comes first, middle, last, and everything else. So you won't see that, and you won't hear anything about that. You'll hear more about the Green New Deal and climate change tomorrow night. Um, Speaking of that, Pete Buttigieg on the idea of these sanctions and restrictions. Roll that, Jay.
5: Drill more, open up more U.S. land to drilling. What's the administration's response to that idea? Well, look, the the president has uh, laid out and taken a a number of steps, including addressing the Strategic Petroleum Reserve Uh, including diplomatic efforts to increase global oil production and other ideas that have been raised that are on the table because uh, everything deserves to be considered. But let's also be clear that we are in the middle of a long term transformation uh, that is already fast underway, especially when it comes to vehicles. Uh, Making electric vehicles more affordable for Americans, something that the president has proposed and is hoping Congress will pass, uh, for example, under the president's proposal, uh, those pickup trucks that started about $40,000 uh, would have their prices actually down to the high 20s with the tax incentives we're proposing. It would allow more Americans to capture the fuel savings that you get. We don't know from year to year what will happen in the ups and downs of the global no, oil markets. Be nice but we right do know now. that you are, are you better guys in off office? financially. Uh, and less subject to to maintenance and repair issues. If you own uh, one of these vehicles, we want them to be American-made electric vehicles, creating American jobs on American soil. And that's going to continue to be a policy priority for this department and administration, even as we're acting to provide more short-term relief. You
2: know, we have, like, in New York and Pennsylvania alone, we have enough gas there to export to the whole world. We could be an independent you know, energy producer, a superpower. We could stop these wars yep. instantly. It would yep. just be over in a split second. Open the Keystone Pipeline. Cut the nonsense. Stop your Green Deal BS. Yeah. It's all about your corporate BS interest because all you're trying to do is drive the market into your little box where you have all your money invested in these products and now we're all the victim of your BS nonsensical agenda that you've paid every academia to, to pump out these incredible stories of doom and gloom, how we're all dead. If we don't stop using fossil fuels, and Mother Nature will shake us off like a flea, like she's always done, and this this endless lie, it just it just sickens me. When we could stop these wars in a, in a dead in its tracks if we're energy independent. Oh yeah, and you know what we could also do. We could also get rid of some of that trillions of debt. Give our, 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 our currency a few bucks worth of value. So some of the money you saved, has some. These people don't care. They, they, they're looking to siphon off every dollar of your labor, off the sweat of your back, your whole life you're a slave to them. And that's all there is to it.
1: Mm, amen. Uh, crazy town time, G. I know it's a long one. Uh, Jill, Kamala, and Joe celebrate Black History Month. Let's go.
11: Wow, there is just so much love in this room. <laughs> uh, gosh, Joe, Kamala, Doug, and I are honored to be with you for our very first in-person White House Black History Month celebration. And thank you to DJ D-Nice. Where is he? ah there you go kamala and doug were saying how many times they were in in their apartment and they were dancing together you know party of two i can't say the same of joe
1: (laughs) who's she talking about
11: party of one our vice president's historic (laughs) path to the white house began before she could even walk marching with her parents in the civil rights movement or at least being pushed in a stroller. The president of the, the vice president What's of the. So cool? <laughs> I just
8: said that oh. to make you laugh.
4: Oops. Uh, yeah.
8: The vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. Our nation faces many great challenges. Mm. Among the greatest <laughs> is the assault on the freedom to vote. You're looking Elections at Elections matter. And much. when folks Vote. They order what they Folks, want, and in this case, they I got what they asked for. You know, on the head of the space Council. Judge Jackson will be <laughs> the first black woman to sit on our nation's highest court.
2: Uh, that's his quote. And as
8: Dr. Jill Biden mentioned, it is with that spirit also that we know she will not be the last. So there is a lot to celebrate.
3: She flaps that on a like a chicken wing. Well. See that? Right? i to say she's trying to lay an egg. The president of the United States, Joe Biden.
7: Well, <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> what? what. What? We have a little ongoing thing. He just filled us on the page in the administration. As you mentioned, there are a fair number of African Americans in high places in my administration. But uh, and I'm always hearing about. Howard Grade School. I'm hearing about Morgan Man. I'm hearing about you know this whole staff. All these other things, right but now. I keep talking about it. Delaware State. I feel like I we're tell you, there's add expression. The... I tell you who brung me to the dance.
1: Biography tonight. I
7: understand, as they say, 15, who brung 15, me to I was the dance. Boy, kid. And uh, all kidding aside, <laughs> you're, you're going to be incredible, oh, buddy. You're going to do well. You're going to do very well. But that was my time. And uh, you world world know, world world uh, world there is <laughs> a uh, I don't know whether they've been introduced, but My secretary of defense, Secretary Austin. My administrator, the guy who's running (laughs) taking care of the EPA and all the rest from the guy. Carolinas. (laughs) The administrator, Regan. The woman has all controls, all the money. (laughs) Shalanda. And a woman who, I really mean it, has let the whole world know (laughs) who we are. No, really. A woman who has been so incredibly effective in her job. But until recently, till the outrage of Putin and the Soviet Union and the Soviet Union, trying to reestablish the Soviet Union, basically. But uh, in Russia, to hear her, to listen to her run the uh, debates at the Security Council as well as the General Assembly at the United Nations. Who? Oh. Uh, Linda Greenhouse, uh, Thomas Greenfield. And uh, <laughs> a woman who uh, knows a little bit about the economy, Chair of the Council of Economic Advisers, Cecilia. <laughs> I kid her all the time, being from Princeton. But uh, you know, Rowan, Cecilia. What a cut up. And uh, Mr. Secretary, I'm talking about- oh, over uh, there. Um, my name is Joe Biden. I'm Joe Biden's husband. And as you've probably figured out, I can't dance. <laughs> I do it, but I ain't good at it. Show us a little. And, uh, <laughs> Black History Month is more than a celebration. It's a powerful, powerful reminder. I see it every day with the vice president and the incredible job she's doing. We see it in the black members of the cab- my cabinet, the White House staff. So I never played golf till I was 46 years old. I got to be pretty good. Oh, then I, uh, I knew we were going to add something. He helped me in my center. campaign, then yeah. I played golf, and he beat the hell out of me. I when did he win I'd the Masters? I don't know. <laughs> so we see another first in the nomination of Katenji. Well, you saw her. i guess you saw Justice Brown. Who? Uh, Justice Brown Jackson, oh. who uh, is... Uh, on the, for, on the circuit court of appeals right now, I sat down, put a pencil to paper, a pen to paper, and signed a. Uh, I instructed every single element of my administration, every department, from the Defense Department sure. to the to the Justice Department and on, yeah. that equity should be the center of our all of what we do. Well, we help black, they we help raise the. Uh, the vaccination rate among black americans and bring it on par with white adults all the same across the board when i took office i said the american story depends not on how many of us any one of us not on some of us but on all of us with your help we're going to keep pushing on this and we're, we're protecting our country's threshold liberty the sacred right to vote which i've never seen is under such attack you know, it's always made it harder for blacks to vote, but this is trying to be able to figure out how to keep the black vote when it occurs from even county.
1: I mean, he's such a vicious liar, it's just scary. That's the one thing he said in there that there's nothing funny about. His comment about Republicans trying to hold down the black vote. It's just disgusting. And um, he's just an old, angry.
9: Liar. white man
1: <laughs> he's everything
2: He's everything the woke community hates
1: <laughs> and he, he of all people should not be overseeing anything doing with black history since this guy is the biggest segregationist uh, hanging out with Robert Byrd back in the day and we know his history so who takes him seriously here please Six B thirteen to the hour. Hey, gee, what's the update on Truth Social? The president was speaking about it on Saturday. I believe uh, we're four hundred four thousand. Uh, you sure you uh, want to know? Oh no! Did we get a, We got an email from him. Yeah, I
0: I don't know if this is right, but this is what they sent me.
1: Four hundred four thousand <laughs> nine hundred ninety nine. I'm Woo! catching up. What were we originally?
0: Uh, that was your first. That was the
2: first number.
1: 404-304.
2: My number hasn't changed either.
1: How did 600 people get back in front of us? 690 690 people.
3: And 90 people. Dude, I went from 505,000 to 425. I am jamming. You went from what? I I gained 80,000 places. And we lost about the same.
1: All right, I need another full-scale Durham-like investigation yeah, into what's all going those, on uh, here.
0: I think all those people that jumped ahead of you are Russian colluders.
4: Oh, <laughs> colluders.
1: <laughs> this is not good. Going the wrong way. This is not good. I to people just
0: don't understand the number system.
1: Well, what's there not to understand, G? Going up can't be good. I can understand that. Maybe it's like golf. The higher number is, oh, wait, no, that doesn't work. Yeah, that doesn't work. No. <laughs> No, it just screams Loserville. How
2: come my number hasn't changed one bit? 764,460.
1: <laughs> there. Because there's nowhere else to go up there, Paul. <laughs> well, no, um, let's just man. see. Ta- talk we're about not the ultimate Paul idea tomorrow.
2: for marketing. Like This is like putting a red velvet rope out in front of your club when nine people are inside <laughs> but 30 people are stuck out.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to... I don't know what to do. This just this doesn't look good for We're me or for the, the show. Just look like a loser. you going to slip the bouncer at 20. Meanwhile, I go on. I'm watching CPAC this weekend. There's Ben Berkwam. I'm on Truth Social. I see Heather Mullins there. I'm on Truth Social. Dr. Gina, John Truth Social. What are we doing? We're going up. 404,000. We're going up. We're going the wrong way.
3: Maybe that's, maybe that's the people that are following you. No, no, it's not. No, it's <laughs> you not. you said you keep getting notifications, <laughs> no, so maybe a, that's a good thing. Would, <laughs> no,
1: they're all, they're all emojis of the middle finger Oh, when I check them. I don't know. It's just not good. It's not good.
2: Well, your Nets got walloped tonight over there, D. They lost maybe. 130 to like 17 or something.
1: Well, Ben Simmons must have missed some threes. Maybe that is truth social, Damon. Maybe it's just giving you the truth. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I belong, yeah. So, all right, whatever. Uh, Let's do some news, and we'll do some sports. Wrap it up here. Here's Paul Nolan with the news. Of course, you can follow Paul on Getter right now. Maybe someday you can follow him on Truth Social as well. But at Papa Nolan, P-O-P-P-A, N-O-L-A-N on Getter. Let's get those numbers up there for Papa Nolan on Getter. Go follow him. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Paul Nolan.
2: I'm close to 4,000. Whoever's the 4,000's follower, I'm we'll going to buy him a Tesla.
1: <laughs> very, very nice. I just followed you're, you. I think I want my Tesla. You're learning the
0: game.
1: You're learning the game. Very good.
2: Well, uh, how about this? Right. If, if you don't follow me, I'm going to club this baby seal. <laughs> so that movie uh, news, <laughs> oh, was great <laughs> uh, news is brought to you time.
1: by our friends at seven cells.com use our code lfs6b for 10 percent off take charge of your health get that early treatment pack so you have it because this thing's not going away and god knows what else they're going to unleash on us uh what else is going in the news paul
2: well uh, uh bill barr uh attorney general turned on uh president trump saying he lacks temperament of a leader in a new book, former Attorney General Bill Boss says President Trump has shown he's neither the temperament nor persuasive powers of a leader that the Republican Party should look forward to other candidates. The former Attorney General also said we need leaders not only capable of fighting and punching, but also persuading and attracting leaders who can frame and advocate for an uplifting vision of what it means to be. Uh, in a shared American citizenship. Um, The book is titled uh, One Damn Thing After Another, and he uh, details the decaying of Barr and Trump's relationship during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, When Barr departed uh, his post in September 20, he appeared he had a relatively amicable departure. Despite having told the Associated Press and the Justice Department, he had found no evidence of widespread voter fraud, in his resignation letter, Barr wrote, in a complimentary fashion of Trump's time in office, the emphasis of those feelings seemed to have shifted over time. I guess when you're trying to sell a book, start flinging mud. Um,
1: I got to be honest here. This is a tough one for me because, I, you know, Bill Barr, I had nothing but praise for Bill Barr. I thought he was, uh, this is a tough one for me. Remember to I was on the, on the on
2: fence with him? I told you he has in there for the Bush regime and. He's been a lifelong politician. He's just another sheep in wolf's clothing. Remember I I said it? Yeah,
1: I I don't know if I... But I still don't... I don't know. I can't get there with him. I I, I just can't. But I'm disappointed in this story.
2: I just can't... Look, I mean, he said ultimately it was the Trump's stolen election claims that led... Of the rioting on Capitol Hill—that's what bothers me. I, I did not think, from what I heard, Trump incited violence in a legal sense. Incitement has legal definition, and Trump's statements would not fit that definition in any American court. But he did believe that his rhetoric was what uh, what did start the whole thing. That's non- uh, nonsense. I I I find it uh, like you know, look. The Bushes, the Clintons, these neocons—they just all they were was about globalism. They were about nation building. They were about you know just bombing away and in the you know when they had us all waving on flags, driving on pickups. Yeah. I mean, heck, I was just—I almost bought a cowboy hat in, you know in in 2004. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it,
3: it, it uh, was Team USA cheerleading. Woo! Yeah. yeah let's go, let's, called, let's go! You know, kill some some terrorists.
2: Yeah. You know, I would look like Hopalong Kesarich over here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that's it for me with new All right, news.
3: right, let's do
1: some sports. And here with that, slick Rick. Rick Emirati. what's going on, pal? All
4: right, big day, update on the odds makers. Right now, Texas leads the Baylor of Bears. Uh, they, they lead by three, 26-23, with about a t- little over two minutes to go in the first half. So, there is uh, we'll have a recap on that for tomorrow night. we got got 1,000 on the line. I'm laying one and a half. And let's go whack one more rodeo. The Rodeo Grand Island on Saturday from Grand Island, Nebraska. The great state of Nebraska. Nebraska, we love Nebraska, at the Heartland event, all-around cowboy, Fenton, Nelson, 1,300 bucks, tie down in steer wrestling, bareback, Tana Oss, 86 and a half points on Dirty Dance, steer wrestling, got a tie, Hoyt, Crager, and Eli Lord, good Lord, 4.3 seconds, team roping, JC, Jagora and... J and LJ Yaguetto, uh, 5.1 seconds each. The brothers' team roping it up. Saddle Bronc riding, Timothy Troyer, 83.5 on Sutton Rodeos. South Point tie-down, Cody McCartney, 9.5 points. And Battle Racing, Nikki Hansen with a crazy 13.18 second score. I don't care how short that track is. That's a damn good score. And bull riding, we had a tie. Tim Bingham on the shot in the dark. And Trey Kimsey on Stone Cold, 87.5 points each. Total payout on that rodeo, $74,000. Nadal beats Norrie and Acapulco for his 91st career title, Acapulco, Texas, uh, Texas. Acapulco, Mexico, Associated uh, Press Report. Rafael Nadal said earlier in the week that he wasn't aware of his career statistics. Now he might want to have a look at them. The 35-year-old Spaniard defeated Cameron Norrie 6-4, 6-4 to win the Mexican Open uh, and extends his career best start to 15-0 as he won the 91st ATP title. And who's won the most of all? Believe it or not, my favorite tennis player of all time, the great Jimmy Connors. He's unbelievable. He has 109 all-time tournament wins. And Roger Ferrer is in second with 103 Big D. We got time for uh, anything else? Or uh, we're down to the end, Big D. Well, you got 30 seconds if you got something for 30 seconds. Uh, Let's see. We got uh, International Olympic Committee calls for Russia's uh, exclusion from sporting events. A little late the IOC comes in, but the International Olympic Committee is asking for uh, other major sports organizations around the world to ban Russia and uh, Belarus uh, amid Russian invasion of Ukraine. This has been going on. I understand the uh, FIFA, the uh, uh, Football Federation, they've banned Russia. Russia's going to have more bans than a deodorant section in a Walmart. So that's it for that. And... uh, (laughs) Let's see what else. And then uh, we heard that uh, Derek Cheetah is stepping down as the Marlins CEO. Yeah. That was earlier today as well, big deal. Oh, so, no. uh, that's a wrap in sports, though. All right, very
1: good. Remember, tomorrow night, 8 p.m., uh, State of the Union coverage right here, Real America's Voice. The great John Solomon, David Oliver, joins us. We'll watch the State of the Union, and we'll be here for post coverage as well, right here on Real America's Voice. As always, we salute our military, active and active police, firefighters, first responders, EMTs, everybody on the front lines protecting us. Thanks, everybody on the show. Thanks, G. Thanks, Fran. Most of all, thank you, the Live from Studio 6B audience. We'll see you tomorrow night, State of the Union, 8 p.m. right here. Real America's Voice. We'll see you then.